All right, so here we go. I go at it alone, like episode one, but this one's going to be way better. This one's going to be... Have a better flow, better... Oh, my God. We're going to roll with it. It's going to have a better flow. Everything's going to make more sense. So we're going to start off talking about celebrities, and I believe that celebrities have a huge influence on a lot of us, maybe all of us. But for some people, they don't have, you know, like cable or money to look at their favorite celebrities. But... I know for me personally, I've talked about my story on episode one, but here I got more of a follow through and more of an idea after an amazing episode too. I can't believe how good that turned out. But yeah, for celebrities, we're going to be talking about some celebrities that overcame their own adversity and how that affects, you know, like the next generation and the people around us. So the first person, I think I touched on him a little bit in episode two, but the first person I'm going to be touching on is Derek Rose former MVP of the NBA, the youngest MVP of all time, 2011 MVP, playing for the Chicago Bulls, getting drafted in 2009, winning the MVP in 2011, and then tearing his ACL. In a playoff game, no, it was, yeah, it was a playoff game that he shouldn't have been playing, to be honest. Like, he would, they were winning by, like, 20 points with a minute to go, and he tore his ACL going up for a dunk. Now, if you know athletes, tearing your ACL is something that you don't want to do because some people never come back and be the same again. And unfortunately, that's how it was for Derrick Rose. So he was injured from the 2012 to 13 season. So he missed that entire season. Coming back to the 14-15 season, I think the 13-14 season, he was like on and off, to be honest. But with the... 14-15 season, he was contemplating retirement. As he comes back, he's playing for the New York Knicks at this time, and he was not playing well. He was playing probably the worst basketball you could ever see from Derrick Rose. I mean, it was brutal. I shed a tear watching him on that basketball court because looking at, like, how bad he was playing, you're just like, oh, my God, man. What he had to go through, everything that he had to, you know, push through, his family, his friends, his legacy, he had to leave behind. He had to work hard. And by 15, 16, no, yes, yeah, 16, 17, he was still struggling as the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving. I know if you don't know much about basketball here, but they were a big three. They won the championship two years ago, and I'm sure you know who LeBron is. So he tried to recruit Derrick Rose, try to get him a ring, right? After everything he's been through, you want that championship ring. You almost need that championship ring. So after all of that, he still went and played with LeBron, and he still sucked. I'm going to be honest. As he contemplated retirement, he had a talk with one of the Minnesota Timberwolves GMs, and they gave him a one-year offer. His only offer, he could either retire. He's already made his million, so, I mean, it, I mean he could retire. Or he can come back and show the people that are watching to never give up. To have that attitude that no matter what life throws at you, you gotta, you got to keep going. As he did keep going, it was tough. I mean, it was it was tough for him. But as he signs with the Minnesota Timberwolves, he fit right in. I wouldn't say he was MVP caliber player, but man, he turned like he looked like how he did in 2010, 2011. He was an amazing basketball player, and on Halloween night, out of all nights, Halloween night, he puts up a 50 point performance, the most points he's ever put up in one night. So looking at his story. Now he plays for the New York Knicks again, getting traded from Detroit. He's been leading the people behind him, such as R.J. Barrett. Uh, Yeah, R.J. Barrett, yes. He's been leading behind of also 
their young point guards, their centers, such as Nerlin Noel, Julius Randle, and others. So the story behind Derrick Rose is that to never give up. I don't care who you are. I know life is going to be tough. I've been there. I've been down that road, and I'm only 17. I know life's going to get tough. I know life's going to get hard. But you got to keep going. You you got to keep going because that's what he did, right? And he he put into a perspective of other of other people that he you got to keep fighting. He didn't know if he was ever going to come back from this, and that's the sad part. Like you genuinely do not know if you're ever going to play this the same, and he hasn't played the same, which is the sad part. But he has been working tirelessly, day and night and day and night, making me a fan of Derrick Rose, making other people, they might not even like the New York Knicks. They might not even like the Minnesota Timberwolves. But they looked at Derrick Rose, and, and, they, and they know what they like there. They know what they love. Derrick Rose put into a perspective that and no one's going to do the work for me. No one's going to keep going for me. I've got to put in the work myself. And I think that could have a giant influence on the kids of the next generation looking at, I mean, maybe it's just some pesky homework that you don't want to do. But if you look at it, you're like, no one's going to do it for me. And that's the reality. No one's going to do the homework for you. No one's going to do your chores for you. And if they do, then you're not learning. He wouldn't know if he didn't come back from basketball. He wouldn't know if he would ever be the same. He wouldn't know if he would be the same basketball player, even the same person again. But I believe he's developed the skills and developed the events that have transpired to make himself a better person and a better player. Now we take a look at another, I would say another athlete here that, I mean, it's tough to look at here. Another athlete would be another NBA star. Don't worry, we're getting to other stars here. But another NBA star, which this one has was heard around the world, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant passed away in 2020, which was a tough scene for a lot of us who grew up watching Kobe. And for me, I was born in 2003, and I just saw the tail end of his career. But just knowing his mentality, knowing the legacy that he left behind of like, no one's going to put in the work for you. No one's going to do all this for you. you got to put in the work and use that motivation to inspire the next generation. I, I honestly think, like, no BS. I think Kobe is the pinnacle of what motivation is. He used everything that was around him and used as, you know, got that tunnel vision to look from point A to point B and get there. He told his wife that he's going to be in the court day in, day out, changing his routine, changing his schedule so he could work out more, maybe get better at this, get better at that. And in his rookie season, which was 1996, 1996 in a playoff game, he was shooting, but everything was online, but short. There's many interviews that he has had with other people, but I love the story when he talks about, okay, my shooting's got to get better. And just like that on a snap, He's just got so much better. Like, he's putting in the work. He would focus on one thing. And when he was 12, 13, he didn't score a single point in one of his seasons. Not a single point. And he would look at somebody, and they were making fun of him. And he would look, he would play to his weaknesses, as he said. And I think that's the only way you're going to learn. I'm not going to get too in deep about basketball here, but that's the only way you're going to learn. Not just in basketball, but in life. In life, you're not going to learn if you keep playing into your strengths. You'll get better at your strengths, but your weaknesses will fall off. Think about it at as a school level here. 
I'm going to put this into a school perspective. If you have a 60% in English, but an 80% math, but you keep chipping away at that math, making it better and better, that English is not going to get better. So instead of, you know your strengths, but why not challenge yourself to a weakness? Challenge yourself to a position where you don't know if you can beat that challenge, where you don't know if you can accomplish that, that scenario. That is what inspires other people. Looking at it and instead of going, yeah, I can do that, thinking to your head and saying, I don't know if I can do this. Then finishing it, creating a momentum and a challenge that no one around could thought that you could do. And you've done it. That is what inspires so many people around us. That is what made people who aren't even a basketball fan love Kobe. I wasn't even a Kobe fan. I didn't know much about Kobe, but once I learned everything that he developed and every skill that he learned, I got to see with my own two eyes and see that he, he earned it. He earned it. And that can go for anybody here, students, adults, kids, elementary kids, middle school. It can go for anybody here. you got to earn it. I don't care what your goal is, but honestly, in my mind, you have to shoot for the stars. You know, shoot high up because as cliche as that sounds you're not going to reach that potential unless you put your your mind at a high level you're not going to put your ceiling higher than you think it is if you don't do that you won't accomplish your dreams for school some people just want to get an a plus for others they want to develop a secure job and pass high school and get a nice job afterwards going to university but to put into a perspective like this if you're a sports player because this is easy for me to say because i'm a sports fan Instead of saying, I know little goals are nice, but for me, I don't settle for little goals. And I think that is what can inspire other people by not settling, saying, I'm going to make it to the NBA. I'm going to make it to the NHL. I'm going to make the PGA. I'm going to win the Masters. I'm going to win NASCAR. Instead of saying, oh, I'm going to make it to the Ontario Hockey League, then do this, then do that. That's giving you wiggle room of mistakes. If you have your mindset on one thing, one specific moment that you want to accomplish, you will do everything in your power. And as long as, if even if you don't get there, you can look at it and say, I've done everything. Yeah, mistakes will be made, but honestly, I think no excuses, as Kobe would say, there should be no excuses. If you didn't do the homework, if you didn't do the work, that's your fault. You should have found time. Yes, there could be minim minimal excuses that will pass, but... If you focus on what your number one priority is, everything else will fall in between. That's the biggest thing that I learned. Now we're going to transition into music here. And as I talked about in some of the articles that I looked at, Eminem. Everyone knows who Eminem is. Everyone knows who Eminem is. Slim Shady, Marshall Matthews. Mathers, sorry, not Matthews. Everyone knows who he is. I mean, he's he's the father of rap, right? He's right up there with Tupac. But he didn't get there alone. After watching the movie 8 Mile, and I know it's kind of based on a true story, kind of not. You should check it out. It's a good movie. You get to see everything that goes on. I mean, this man reading, reading articles, reading what goes on on his day-to-day -day basis, reading everything that goes on when he was younger. He had an abusive father, if I'm not mistaken, and... His, his family had a hard time providing for his family. His what? Um, no, that's not what I meant to say. His, his family's finances weren't great. And he had to find a way to provide for his family. That's when he tried to turn to music. And he actually 
attempted to commit suicide many times, which is a touchy subject, but I believe if he can get out of what he was, he was bullied, he was tormented, and then he turned to rap, and once again, I mean, you know Eminem, he's white. There was no white rappers back in 1999 when the real Slim Shady uh, came out, the Slim Shady album. There was no white rappers, so you can think of the discrimination, everything that he had to go against, and that's why he developed this persona of Slim Shady of not giving a f- not caring about what other people think. Because I think that can develop into other people of focus on you. Focus on yourself. Because if you pay attention to people around you, you don't know what's going on in your life. You don't know what, what you need to do. If you focus on, I don't know, I'm just going to use this as an example. If you focus on Jess's success, Jessica's success, and she's doing great. If you focus on Bob's success and Joey's success and Marina's success and try to see how good they're doing, you, don't, you won't realize how good you're doing or where you need to improve. And that's when you develop the personas. I, I honestly don't care if you're alone. I don't think that's an excuse. I think that gives you more time to work on yourself, work on your craft, and develop a mindset and skill that you can be the best at what you do. Eminem slowly turned, I mean, in 2000, he was doing Percocets, Zan, smoking, drinking every single night. His kids, his his wife was threatening to leave him as when he had to realize, I think he stopped making albums 2003 to 2009. That's off the top of my head, but that sounds about right. I know he came back 2009 and started to develop this drug-free life of being a rapper and that's battling against his own adversity you think of hip-hop you think of rap you think of drugs percocets smoking drinking everything in between coke everything as a rapper would do he didn't want to do any of that he wanted to focus on his family now if you look at him now he's now kind of taking that step back and seeing what everyone else is doing. I'm not, no, that's not what I'm trying to say, but take that step back and get out of the spotlight. And as we talked about in the last episode, take that one step back to take those two steps forward, right? So we took that one step back, drug-free, alcohol-free, and living this lifestyle all about his family and caring about his daughter and caring about his wife. And to take those two steps forward of now he's making music again and being a drug-free rapper and putting a spotlight on the younger talent. I remember... He was, when Juice World did a freestyle on one hour on YouTube, one hour freestyle off the dome for one hour, he applauded him and ended up making a music video before Juice World passed away. And it came out after Juice World passed away. But like, you can see the, how do I say this? You can see the leadership that he is putting out for the younger generation. I'm going to briefly go over the next celebrity because we talked about him a little bit on the last podcast and that is j cole jermaine cole he is not living life per expectations your adversity he's challenging adversity every single day of people telling him you're not good enough you're not this you're not that and i know what some people say oh just don't listen to people around you like that is tough that is a tough thing to do but J. Cole had to create this lifestyle of for himself, a lot like Eminem. He doesn't wear no expensive clothes. He wears a baggy hoodie and a baggy pants just to be comfy. 
He doesn't care about what other people think. He's focusing on himself, focusing on his own career, inspiring the next generation of being like, hey, if you focus on yourself, you can get here. I know he did a freestyle a couple months ago, well, probably about a month and a half ago now, and he, ta- and he started rapping about how he was on top. And people saying that he doesn't have no girls because obviously if you're at the top of the hip hop community, you're getting girls, you're getting everything, right? But he says, I know because I have a family that I want to take care of. He's supporting his family and he doesn't care who you are. He, I wouldn't say he wouldn't help you, but he's more focused on himself. And I respect that because he focused on himself and got himself into a position where he can provide for everyone around him. He can focus on himself, do what he wants, do how whatever he wants, how he wants it, when he wants it. Because I think that's the motto in life here. With the celebrities, if you can connect to someone and really see their story and visualize what went, what is going on and see where they are and see what you're going through, you can honestly get through anything, I believe. I know some people look up to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, how he started from nothing. Well... Long story short, he did have a little bit of rich family. We're not going to get into that. He had, when he tried out for the, he was the WWE World Championship in 2002. Quit. When he was on top. Went to do movies. His box office movies were not doing good. CFL, NFL got cut. Movies aren't doing good. He's kind of just stuck there. Went out on top. He could be collecting money, but now he's, he's got no money in his pockets now. He's paid everything. He, he's tried, done it all. But then he, he talks about how his back is up against the wall every single day. And look at him now. Look at him now, working out on Instagram, doing videos, doing movies, influencing others around the world. I know for a fact, my father is a big rock supporter. He loves the rock. And he loves how that motivation, that motivation drives him because he wants to be like him he thinks that he ain't supporting enough for the family because that's a mindset if you can develop in your mind a way to motivate yourself to a certain degree that you didn't think was possible you're doing something right the rock was trying to push himself to something that he may have not have thought that was possible he was going to get to the top no matter how he got there you may be my friend but i'm getting there i'm getting to the top obviously that doesn't mean you can't laugh in between but if you can find a celebrity such as The Rock, Kobe Bryant, J. Cole, Eminem, Derrick Rowe, somebody to connect to, you can actually see what they went through and you can put it into a perspective for you. Use that motivation in your head. Use that fuel that people had around you. I know for a fact 90% of school have been... had. Holy... <laughs> of the school has been bullied before. They have. I don't care if it's because your race, your sexuality, your your appearance. I don't... What you believe in, we have all been bullied. And if we have not, we got a rude awakening coming up. I know some of the athletes at that school, they think that they're all, you know, I'm on top and I won't stop. But that's... They might think, oh, yeah, I'm working hard. But they don't know what hard work looks like. Hard work is when you... Bust your ass every single day trying to prove people wrong because they didn't think that you could get there because of who you are. If they don't think you can get there, then you got to prove to them. You have to show them, even if they aren't watching. Even if they aren't watching, 
that's when people go wrong. They're like, oh, I want people to see what I'm doing because then, then they can see that I'm working hard. They don't have to see that you're working hard because if you, if you know that you are working hard, you've done it enough. If you know that you can look around you and spot, I can guarantee you, you can look right there and spot who, who's, who's got your back and who doesn't. You don't want to think it that way, but you can. You can look and be like, all right, he's got my back. He doesn't. He doesn't. And use that mindset of, oh, they, they don't want me around or, oh, they don't got my back. Well, they're going to, they're going to, I got to earn their respect. That's a good way of saying it. Do You, you got to earn their respect because they don't have to like you. I've developed that mindset of they don't have to like you, but you have to respect the person that's working hard. And that's the way I look at it. And I think that's a, a way that a lot of the celebrities look at it. But yeah, I think I think that's the way you got to it's all about earning respect and and getting that drive, that commitment in order to gain that respect and gain respect to yourself because self-confidence is what it's all about. If you aren't confident about what you're doing and if you don't have the mindset to do what you want to do, you ain't going to do nothing. Let's be honest, you ain't going to do nothing because you need that self-confidence to say, F you, I'm getting to the top, I don't care what you're saying. And they might say, la, 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 you're not getting to the top because of this, because of that, but they don't know you. They don't know your story. Your story in the back of your head, I'm sure you can think of a million things in the back of your head right now that drive you every single day. For me, it's my family. For other people, it's their friends. It's their own lives. It's the mistakes that they're trying to fix. I feel like every single person in this world has a story. Instead of telling people a story, making them feel bad for you, I think you have to... How can I say this? You have to, you have to put that story in your mind and try to outwork that story, if that makes any sense at all. But you have to try to outwork that story and create your own story. That's a great way of saying it. you got to create your own story and saying that I don't care... What's going on? I don't care what was in my past. I mean, tomorrow's a new day, right? Tomorrow's always a new day. Even if you have a bad day, tomorrow's always a new day. If you can chip away at something every single day, even just a little bit, you can get to that end goal. You can create that new story and you can live that lifestyle that you want to live, such as creating that comparison between you and that celebrity. That's the one thing people want. I want to be that celebrity, right? I know for a lot of sports fans, it can be LeBron, it can be Curry, it can be Crosby, it can be McDavid, it can be Tom Brady. The list goes on of everyone who they want to be. But my question to you to end the episode off is, why do you want to be someone else when you can just be yourself? When you can just be yourself, live your own life. Create your own legacy. Inspire the next generation of saying they want to be you. They want to be you instead of them being themselves. They want to ask the question of I want to be, what do do I got to do to be the next? I don't know. What do I got to do? That's the mindset that you have to have. That's the mindset that you got to keep thinking of every single day, day in and day out, because that angle ain't going anywhere And if you have that mindset of that there's only one spot left and I'm going to get it, you're achieving many things in the future. But think about that question for a little bit. Why do you want to be... Damn, everything's coming out, that, uh, cutting out this episode. But as we conclude here, we are finishing up here on episode three of the Be Rich podcast. I was going to say, why 
do you want to be somebody else when you could just be yourself, right? But I have one more question to ask. Can someone's, and I, I mean, everyone has their own answer to this, but I, I have my own, and I'm going to say my own answer, and that's probably going to be it. So the question is, can someone's adversity spark some inspiration for the next generation? You can say yes or no, but in my personal belief, yes. You can look at a story from 1966 and 1970s, 2010s, but everyone has their own story. And some people inspire that. Some people inspire that. For me, I mean, my dad was born in 1977. I, I'm inspired by my dad. I want to be my dad. And I mean, I want to be my, the best version of I can be of being my dad, if that makes any sense. But I honestly believe if, if you want to create something special in this world, you got to do it yourself. And by you doing it yourself, you are going to influence the next generation. Create that inspiration for them to admire you and want to be you. But as uh, as disappointing this episode was, I think that's going to do it for episode three of the Be Rich Podcast, talking about celebrities, inspiration, and pretty much summarizing the entire project here. So hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and I'll talk to you guys after. Peace.